Section 2 of Birds and Nature, Volume 12, Number 2, September 1902. Recorded for LibriVox.org by N.D. Woods. The Palm Warbler, Dendorica palmarum. Then tiny warblers flit and sing, with golden spots on crest and wing, or decked with scarlet epaulet above each dusky winglet set. They hunt the blossoms for their prey, and pipe their fairy roundelay. Rose Terry Cook, my apple tree. There are two varieties of this species, the palm or red pole warbler and the yellow palm or yellow red pole warbler. The latter is a native of the Atlantic States and breeds from Maine northward to Hudson Bay. The former frequents the interior of the United States and migrates northward as far as the Great Slave Lake. It is seldom seen in the Atlantic states except during its migrations. In this connection, the account of Mr. William Dutcher regarding the first observation of the palm warbler in Long Island is of interest. It is the more interesting because it particularly answers the questions so often asked. Where do the birds die? Mr. Dutcher says, during the night of the 23rd of September, 1887, a great bird wave was rolling southward along the Atlantic coast. Mr. E.J. Udall of the Fire Island Light wrote me that the air was full of birds. Very many of the little travelers met with an untimely fate, for Mr. Udall picked up at the foot of the lighthouse tower and shipped to me no less than 595 victims. 25 species were included in the number, all of them being land birds, barely nearly half of them which were wood warblers. Among them I found one palm warbler. Both varieties winter in the southern states that border the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico, in Mexico, and in the islands of the West Indies. While both birds are often seen in the same flock during the winter, the palm warbler is much more common in Florida than is the eastern cousin. When together, the two forms may be readily distinguished by the brighter yellow of the yellow palm warbler. Three of the large family of wood warblers may be called the vagabonds of the family, for they do not love the forests. These are the palm, the yellow palm, and the prairie warblers. Dr. Ridgway says of the palm warbler, During the spring migration, this is one of the most abundant of the warblers in Illinois, and for a brief season may be seen along the fences or the borders of fields, usually near the ground, walking in a graceful gliding manner, the body tilting and the tail osculating at each step. For this reason, it is sometimes and not inappropriately called wagtail warbler. The observer is reminded of the tilt larks as he watches the nervous activity of this warbler as it constantly jerks its tail while it flutters about the hedges and scattered shrubbery, or when running on the ground among the weeds of old fields, and may even frequent dusty roadsides. Wherever it is, it frequently utters its low zip, a note that is very similar to that of many of its sister warblers. Dr. Brewer says, They have no other song than a few simple and feeble notes, so thin and weak that they might almost be mistaken for the sound made by the common grasshopper. 
The palm warbler's nest is a trim structure usually placed upon the ground and never far above it. The walls consist of interwoven dry grasses, stems of the smaller herbaceous plants, bark fibers, and various mosses. It is lined with very fine grasses, vegetable down, and feathers. Though this home is placed in quite open places, a retired spot is usually selected. Here are laid the white or buffy white eggs, more or less distinctly marked with a brownish color, and a family of four or five of these peculiar warblers is raised. End of section two. This recording is in the public domain.